want to see what the quality of this recording is. Do, 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 do. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, so you were, you were just saying, Julia, that what's, what's happening today? Oh, so you were talking about how you felt really scattered, brain everywhere. It was really hard for us I mean, to even the, show up to do this podcast. Yeah, more more than normal yes. scatterbrain. Yes, yes, yes. Like ADHD to the max. And then, so it turns out that today when we're recording, Sunday, June 11th, uh, Mercury went into Gemini. So even though Mercury is its home sign in Gemini, mm-hmm. it's also Gemini energy. So it's just scattered all over the place. Brain wants to be in a hundred different places at once. It does. And then also, Pluto has gone retrograde uh, into Capricorn again. So we had some Pluto in Aquarius for a while, and now we're back into heavy, heavy, heavy Pluto in Capricorn. Okay, so, so like, uh, yeah. recap recap for, for those of us who don't know what that means. Yeah. Can, you, can you break down the astro sentence that you just said? Okay, so Pluto, the sign of... Karmic patterns, shame, heavy, heavy feelings uh, has gone into the sign of Capricorn, Mm -hmm. which is all about like doing the hard work, um, sticking to your uh, ethics and tradition. And anyway, the way. But also like the the person rolling the boulder up the mountain energy. Exactly. Where it's just like, I can't get to the top. It's so hard. Yeah, okay. yeah. And oh, so and linking that with shame. Oh great. Right. So okay. it's not surprising that right now it's just super extra heavy. Just yeah. Mm. This whole week it's gonna feel a little bit extra heavy, like scattered brain and extra heavy load so in this, the brain. This is like our beautiful intro. For a Gemini podcast. So welcome to yes. Gemini. Welcome to Gemini, y'all. Um, it's it's been a minute, mm-hmm. and you know what? That's that's okay. Things happen. Life shifts, yeah. and yeah, we we actually did our best to try to come up with some amazing content, and then we kind of over-contented. Yeah. I'm just making that a word now. <laughs> um, <laughs> and we we went in too many directions <laughs> yes. for our poor little brains, and so we got, well, we Gemini'd. Mm-hmm. We Gemini'd. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the beautiful thing that Julia kind of deduced from all of this was, like, we went into exploration of... Our inner teenagers. Yes, teenager time. Talk to us about Gemini and teenagers. Okay, so the time of life associated with Gemini is, I think, very much the teenage years. Um, okay. Yeah. How? So, Why? Great. <laughs> I would love to explain that. <laughs> Candid conversation, y'all. So, Gemini is all about the brain and learning and experiencing life and your brain going in a hundred different directions and wanting to know different things, not just from a book, uh, but actually starting to experience and learn things the hard way. Uh, To me, that is such teenage years. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Like uh, this book on how to 
I love you for spelling out every single step that I have to do, but I'm actually going to choose to do them in a different order and add six more. Right. Or even, hey, mom and dad, you've told me that if I make this choice, I'm going to regret it, but I actually have to go do it right. before oh, yeah. I believe you. So why do I... <laughs> I still have that teenager in me. We Gosh darn it. it. Yeah, we talk a lot about our inner kiddos all the time, but we also have inner teens. Mm. And, think, and sometimes they never stop rebelling. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's really important for us to take care of our inner teens. Um, and I, I really see Gemini as being the sign that helps us tap into that inner teen that needs care. I'm going to just astrologize this moment. We have literally gotten ourselves into a Geminian conversation. <laughs> Have you noticed, everyone, how quick we are talking, how rapid-paced all of a sudden we just, like, got so woo-woo-woo, just, like, back and forthy? Yeah! That is the the effervescence that is teenage conversation, Mm -hmm. like, right there. Mm. We were just getting so excited that, yeah, I, I wanted to, like, eat the end of your sentence and vice versa. And that's a really good point, too, because the teenage years, oh my gosh, friendship is so, so, so important. Mm -hmm. Um, Friends that feel like family, friends that are like siblings. Um, And Mm -hmm. Gemini is ruled by, uh, well, Gemini constellation is the twins. And I think we forget about this a lot of the time when we talk about Gemini, that it's really about bouncing things off of other people, and especially people that aren't exactly like us, people that are different than us. So... Tell us more about these twins. Okay. Uh, because what I know, uh, they're Castor and Pollux mm-hmm. as the constellation. Mm-hmm. Um, and from what I remember with my <laughs> foray with mythology, um, one of them was the son of a god, and one of them was also a son of a mortal, but then linked by, I'm guessing, mom. Had the same mom. Had the same mom, who was mortal or? Mortal and pregnant with them at the same time. Got it. Thus twins. So thus twins, but not identical. Correct. So does this play into the whole Gemini concept? Because when we think of twins, instantly, at least uh, I can speak for my brain, I go to identical twins. Mm-hmm. Sorry, fraternal twins. You are also a thing. Yes. Well, and we see in a lot of images that this, there's like a mirror image of the twins. Um, they look identical in a lot of like mm-hmm. artistic renditions of the twins. But Castor and Pollux, I think one was fair haired and one had dark hair. Um, they were different and they had different skill sets and different personalities, but they had a deep, deep love for one another and never wanted to be apart from each other. Mm-hmm. And so when the mortal twin was killed, uh, the immortal twin then was heartbroken. So Zeus put both of them in the sky as a constellation so that they could be together forever. So so the one who died got to live again? That's well, they both get, this is the thing. They, like, they, I mean, there's like some mythology stuff where it's like, wait, why does that one get to become a god? I mean, <laughs> I I agree with why you. Does, why does the boy get to live? I agree with Just this kidding. whole, like, you get to be in the stars now, or you get to be a tree now. Right. Um all I'm, of the, all just, of that mythology is a little bit like maybe I'm a little mm. bitter at the uh, Hercules movie, but 
<laughs> we're just chasing stars, y'all. Yes. There we go. By the way, not identical twins, very different from one another. Mm-hmm. Um, very different brains, then. Yeah. Um, and that's that's the cool part, even with identical twins, where it's their their brains and their charts for astrology, like they they look identical chart wise. However, they will express themselves completely differently, mm-hmm. be like based on a human experience, and then b. Just literally being two people making different choices. Right. Or the same person making different choices. Oh my gosh, the same person. (laughs) Because Gemini also is a little bit like the twins both live inside of you. There's... Oh my gosh. Yeah. The files are in the computer. Yeah. It's the (laughs) Jekyll and Hyde thing, um, which who has not been around a teenager and experienced the Jekyll and Hyde of the teenage years. I mean, you've experienced me, so hi. Hi. <laughs> it doesn't always go away. Right. No. Um, and we all have a Jekyll and Hyde side to us. Mm-hmm. Um, what Gemini does, though, is it's it's the sign that says both are valid. One is not good and one is not evil. Mm-hmm. We need both of them. And we learn from both of them. Yeah, those that teenage year, years of exploring the... The Jekyll and Hyde, trying to figure out who you are, trying to figure out who of your friends are actually helping you and who are not helping you, who are good for you, who are not good for you, mm-hmm. trying different things. Um, yeah. Oh my God, that is the best segue to what we actually did for this episode. <laughs> um, Julia went out into the world, mm-hmm. into the wild wilderness and interviewed a younger person than ourselves it's because true. we are, you know, maybe out of touch with the world with our hermitage. Um, it's true. It's true. <laughs> also, just you know, not in the teen years anymore. Right, right. I'm I'm turning forty this year, so like Woo! as much as I'm I'm today sitting here in pigtails and overalls, but I'm I'm. We'll talk about that fad 40. in just a second, but. <laughs> Um, how do teenagers and, and we all explore? We explore ourselves and what we want and what we like through fads, mm-hmm. through the media, through all of the things Geminian, where it's yummy and I want to try it now, but then like, oof, I might not like that tomorrow. Right, right. And um, trends and being trendy can have a bit of a bad rap, um, but Gemini teaches us that Maybe not. Like, trends can be a way to experiment with something and then be done with it later. Ooh, just just flirt with it. Yeah. Just flirt with it yes. for a second. And I mean, I think this may be part of the, um, I have strong feelings about this, uh, in the Sibley chart of the United States of America. Uh, the United States. The, the who chart? The Sibley chart. So there was a dude <laughs> named Sibley. <laughs> You're welcome, y'all. Who was an astrologer and came up with uh, a birth chart of the United States of America. Makes sense. There are multiple charts, but this is one that really, really lines up with major events that happened in United States history. 
I'm and really trying to make a joke out of Sibley Ibley. <laughs> just well, you were just trying yeah, to I was, do something. I was really trying to go there. <laughs> anyway, yep. in this chart, the United States has a Sagittarius rising. Oh. Sagittarius is the sign ruled by Jupiter. When you have a Sag rising, it tends to be this very, like, I'm honest, I'm authentic, what you see is what you get. I stick to my values. It's ruled by Jupiter. So there's this like, I know, I see the bigger picture and I live into it. Mm. Gemini is on the opposite side of Sagittarius. They're in an axis. Mm -hmm. So I think as a culture, the United States is very uncomfortable with Gemini energy. Gemini being like, I change my mind sometimes. Oh gosh, Americans hate it. When public people change their minds. We, that is where the uproar happens. Oh, yeah. we can't stand Gemini energy as a culture. This whole, like, I'll have an idea and then change it. I'll have a philosophy and then, like, have a different philosophy when I get older. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're so uncomfortable with this. I I personally think it has to do with our Puritan background. Um, the United States is very has a very religious background to it where... Right and wrong, black and white, we're right, they're wrong. Gemini is the opposite of that. Gemini says, like, well, I'll try it. I'll live in the gray very happily. Right, because you you like to associate Gemini with the heretic. Yeah. So, like, in in order to be a heretic, you got to question the system. Yes. And you got to question the way things are done. So, like, how how better to describe a teenager than being like, ah, no, that's not what I'm. That's not what I'm gonna yeah. do. I'm gonna do it this way. I don't care what past experience tells me. Yes, and there's there. I mean, there's still wisdom in that because, a, we all need the life experience. Mm-hmm. We all need something to help fuel the narrative that our brains just naturally create as humans. Um. So it's it's just so fascinating. Let's get to this list. Okay, so in Western culture going to get there, I promise. Uh, I just I just want to jump the gun. I'm so impatient. In Western culture, we love figuring out our identity and who we are. And everything is an expression of who we are, including what we wear, what we eat, how we decorate. Everything has to be an expression of us. There's a reason why I wanted to skip over this. And then <laughs> Gemini comes along and is like, we'll just try it. You just try it. If you don't like it, you don't have to keep it. Mm-hmm. Just just try it. Oh, my gosh. This is really hard. But I think we can learn from the teenagers in our world who are figuring out their identities and just trying it. What if we can start leaning into Gemini to just try some stuff that's out there? Hmm. Oh, my gosh. So where is this list okay. of fads? That we can we can scroll through. Do we want to read them through, or do we want to go just w- one by one? We can just go through some of them. Okay. Um. So, I talked to an amazing, amazing person uh, yesterday who is 19 and in college and was like, what are some fads? Um, and she had some very insightful observations on things that are, like, super cool and all over the TikToks and the Instagrams and the whatever the youngins do right now. 
all of the snappy chatties. All the snappy the chatties and Instagram the, the ticker talks. <laughs> ticker talk. <laughs> anyway. Yes. The big thing that um, this person told me um, was that Y2K fashion is back. Now. I mean, I'm going to ask, oh my when gosh. did it ever leave? But also... Like, explain what Y2K fashion is, because I thought we were in the 90s, but we've We're already on. done. We're we've... already, we've already moved past the 90s. Oh, we're gosh. on now to that fantastic time that was the early 2000s. Okay. Um, now, this is fun because you and I were teenagers when Y2K fashion first. This is true. So we've gone back to the teen years. Oh my gosh. And actually, I was just talking to Robert earlier about how I'm like, I, I have a really terrible sense of what actual fashion was. Because, like, during the Y2K years for me, mostly, like, oh, that was all high school. But also, holy crap, I did not know how to dress. Or also, like, I was trying to, quote, buck against the system. But the system I was bucking against was, like, Land's End. Oh. <laughs> Steve, paint a picture for us, please. Paint I mean, a picture of Steve in high school. Steve in high school. And so his This is uh, 2003 yeah. to 2006. Lovely, lovely. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, first two years of high school, I got, like, very emo. So I wanted to, like, grow my hair out. Except my mom wouldn't let me actually, like grow my hair out fully so it was just very moppy so yeah like looking like a muppet on top and then I wanted to wear black clothes but I couldn't shop at Hot Topic that was just a bit too edgy uh -huh, uh -huh. um and I was allowed to buy black pants and a black hoodie from the Gap okay uh -huh. okay and then I just wore like baggy Carpenter jeans. Okay. Oh my god, the carpenter jeans. Yeah, pockets, pockets, pockets. Uh, and jorts. Like carpenter jorts. Oh. Yup. Uh, I was hot. Um, cargo shorts. Oh yeah. Which I love. Like the, oh my gosh, cargo shorts are back. A, if you are straight and a dude. They never left. They never left and also stop wearing those. They're <laughs> <laughs> not helping you. They, you, and also, if you are wearing them, please wear a belt. Please wear a belt. If you put stuff in the pockets, better wear a belt. Speaking of needing a belt, low-rise jeans are coming back. <gasps> but we just got the high-rise back. I know. What Why can't we combine some of these? Here's, here's where I'm sad, because I just, just started entertaining the idea that I could maybe not wear a skinny jean. And and now we've, like, already gone past the high rise, and now we're on to, like, low rides. And I'm like, there is no way, no way that I will ever go back to showing the top of my No, butt. I want, like, a high rise boot cut. Can I not get this? <laughs> do, do we not like boot cut? <laughs> I can't wait for the boot cut to come back. I know, me too. I mean, it's it's there. Like, if, if you're really searching, it's there. Yes. I mean, denim companies are a thing. Okay, so Julia just reminded me, y'all, that we didn't go over what she experienced in, in her uh, 
high school years, also right. Y2K years. So yeah. Julia, please give us a quick, quick description of why we are not the authorities on fans. Right. Um, when Julia was in high school, Julia was wearing jean jumpers and keds and sometimes went outside in a sunbonnet. Because I was homeschooled in a super conservative family, in a super conservative culture. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, like trends, I didn't have much access to television. Um, I would see some... The butter churner was your trend. It was my trend. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, let's That brought all the boys to your yard. Um, A few... A few years ago when the, like, Little House on the Prairie look was back in, it was a, it was a bit triggering. It was like, oh, no, who's choosing this? <laughs> why why are we wearing oh, the no. knapsack again? Oh, <laughs> that one was, so that was more my aesthetic. Um, then when I went to college, it was the first time I had been consistently around people wearing something that was fashionable and fashion actually dictated things. Um, and that was a renaissance for me. Um, I still was not quite sure what to do and what to buy and things like that. So I pretty much just stuck with overalls. Thank God overalls were like somewhat in style at the time. But it, yeah, so I, I like... You still put, stayed with the farm look. I, I put pants <laughs> on my jumper. So so when it comes to like Y2K fashion, yeah, it, it's a bit of a big blank. Also, you're using the word jumper. What is a jumper? Uh, what is do? a jumper? It is not a British jumper. Um, a jumper is like a like almost like to the knees or lower, much lower, maybe even to the ankles mm. dress with like the suspenders where you wear like a short sleeve shirt underneath or a long sleeve shirt. Okay. So, yeah. Are there usually buttons in front? Usually Noah's Ark. Or apples are are fashionable uh, classic choices for what the it needs to never a cherry that is too suggestive. Oh no, cherries are that is that is saved for the apron in the kitchen. Yeah, yikes! I mean, if you're gonna be like really suggestive, it might be an owl. Woohoo! I mean, yeah. What if I just put eggplants on (laughs) my? Cute. <laughs> and Cute. peaches. That would be confusing. I bet. That would confuse a lot of people. Suggestive jumpers. Suggestive jumpers. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to make this a fad, y'all. Yeah. Show us your suggestive jumpers. <laughs> no, don't. Keep it to yourself. I mean, if you know how to sew, I'm, I'll be impressed. Yeah. Yeah. I will. I will cry. Okay, what else is on this? Um, why do you get fashion? Um, what else do we have? Oh, bedazzling. <gasps> the bedazzling of all the things. Bedazzling. Um, like, but like self-bedazzling. Self-DIY bedazzling. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Oh, I don't want oh. the store to do it for me. I want to do no. it myself. This is, this is a place where I'm like, oh, I can get on board with this. I heard another DIY. This is, this is another one from Robert. DIY tattoos. Oh yes, yes, yes. Uh, also a thing where I've it's seen like this on some of my please please don't buy pieces. that Amazon thing and <laughs> do it yourself. I'm okay. Uh, I'm gonna keep cover up tattoos in business though for the future. Yeah. Oh. Hey, make your choices. Just understand you've made some choices. 
Um, another thing that is like really trendy right now um, is thrifting, going to thrift stores, and Again, then I, I never thought that left right. The, the, like, but here's here's the twist: mm. you go to the thrift store, find something valuable, and then resell it for more money. Oh, okay. Actually, so it's treasure hunting. This was on like TED Radio, not too long. Apparently, ago. this is like a thing. It was showing up on my social media accounts, and I thought it was the algorithm figuring out that I am cheap. <laughs> it was like, look, we finally figured out that she shops at thrift stores. Mm-hmm. No, it's a trend. Well, and and that like brings up uh, digital fashion was introduced to me <gasps> recently, fashion. where. Uh, yeah, young younger folks or just peeps uh, who are into fashion want to purchase something, take a picture in it, and then resell it. Like they're 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 selling it two hours after they purchased the garment, uh-huh. kind of a thing. So uh, there's this whole new digital market for fashion where you don't even have to purchase a real garment, but you you purchase a digital image and. It's so, wow. it, like, the future is here. Yes, yes. Oh, my gosh. Um, and that was one of the beautiful things that uh, this teen talked to me about is that. The, I, I love, can we just call her Miss Teen? Miss Teen. <laughs> that does not fit her personality at all. It does not, but also just just being able to call a teenager Miss Teen. Miss Teen USA. <laughs> um <laughs> Talk to me a little bit about how trends themselves are really different than when you and I were teens, because we were getting a lot of our information on what's cool based on television. Yeah, like cable. Yeah, based mm-hmm. on um, celebrities. That's where we got our information on what was cool and trendy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, the algorithm decides what information the teens are going to get on their phones so yeah and you were you were saying that it there's like this this feedback loop yeah sort of thing between between the groups so it it actually kind of compartmentalizes even more to not just social groups within the school but the actual like school school body itself will be physical location yeah will be completely different like like a different single cell organism in the same district yeah. will have a completely different uh, fad yeah. system going on. Yeah. What? So this is fascinating to me with this idea that... It's also um, very Gemini. Yeah, that it's it's the computers now that are figuring out what to keep putting out there mm. to young people as this is cool, this is cool. And then, yes, it creates that feedback loop. Mm-hmm. Um, fascinating. Fascinating to me. I love that. There there were there were more things. There were more things. Um, this one was a surprise to me, um, but makes sense. Um, Barbie core? Ba- Barbie. 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 Because the Barbie movie is coming out. But even mm-hmm. before that, apparently, Barbie core is a thing um, of, like, wearing super hot pink. Really, like, super bold, hyper-feminine outfits worn confidently, like, in a business suit. Or... Like Elle Woods from Legally Blonde. totally. Barbiecore. All right. Yes. Okay. Yes. 
my little heart. <laughs> I'm like loving that energy. My heart loves it so much. <laughs> I like I'm like oh my gosh, I have got to get a hot pink blazer. Okay. That's got to happen. So when you were when you were explaining this one to me a little bit earlier, um Barbie has been around forever. Right. But there's there's like the modern spin to Barbie mm-hmm. which actually like kicks the male gaze to the can right and is a feminist movement right right this idea that barbie is sexualized only because men are sexualizing her mm-hmm. um that now we have to like look at ridiculous beauty standards and things like that but like most of the time when a little girl is playing with barbie she has a job she has a job a career even pretty confident Mm -hmm. um and there's some issues with that but like the sexualization of barbie comes from the male gaze right um and so there's some freedom in this like no i wear hot pink i wear bubblegum pink because i like it and mm-hmm. you can deal with me kicking your ass while I'm wearing bubblegum pink uh, that I am all about. In, Love in, it. In my beehive. Right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm on board with this. I'm on board with this. Um, yes. okay, this one that took me for a turn was, was logos. A, I thought it said Legos at first when I got really oh, excited. Oh, Legos are in! I mean, Legos are in, but that's actually more for the adult side of things, uh, where adults are turning to their teenager selves and loving something that is a little bit childlike. Yeah. I don't want to say childish. Um, I want to say childlike, because it, it's it's nostalgic. It's re- it's a reminder of of a person I once was right. kind of a thing. Right. Um, but no, it actually says logo? Yeah. Explain this logo fan. I don't entirely know. I'm guessing it has to go back to the Y2K fashion, you know, when we had gigantic guest jeans t-shirts and stuff uh, like that. I think it's back to that. Harking back to my Gap hoodie right. that just said Gap. really big on it. Yep. <laughs> Pretty sure I also had a blue, blue shirt from the Gap that said Australia on it, and that was like my pop of color. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, the other thing that this has been a trend for a while, um, and it's one where I'm like, maybe it's time for me to give into it. It's the fanny pack. Um, the fanny They're pack so has useful. been back for a while and will continue to be a thing. Um, so anyway, I'm like, maybe it's time for me to like I think ditch people... my big purse and and embrace the fanny pack. Yeah, I mean, there's there's the line. There's oh, okay. Since since you mentioned the big. Big purse. Yeah. I call them, I call them like toddler snatchers. Yeah. Because you can just, just shove a toddler in it and then walk away. Right. Um, Helpful when you have one. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like tantrum over. Yeah. Get in my purse. Yeah. Yep. Uh, what I actually got really mad about uh, one time when we went to a baseball game was how that gigantic size bag was allowed in in front of me when my, like, really small, thin backpack was not allowed in. That didn't make sense to me. Right. Anyway, this is a tangent for another day. Yes. So, yeah. Anyway, all of these things make me go, okay, I have feelings about this fashion, I have feelings about wearing a fanny pack. That's not flattering. That looks dumb. And it's like, oh, no, no, no. What if I tried it? 
What if I tried it again? Mm -hmm. What if I tried it in my 40s instead of when I was 18? Maybe I'll like it. Also, maybe we're not wearing pockets as much. Right. Uh, except now they're sewing in pockets to leggings. So Everything. I, thank gosh. I'm all for pockets. Peter Pan is so happy. <laughs> <laughs> he, he gets all of his pockets in his tights. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I love this idea of like embracing a trend. You don't have to be married to it. It doesn't have to be a reflection of who you are. Just try it for fun. Try it on. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And I think just to uh, keep the Gemini energy rolling, we're going to keep this one a short and sweet episode for y'all. So get out there, find something new, explore it, maybe put it back. Who knows? I mean, like, if you buy something, like, buy it. Please don't just, like, take it from don't the store. Don't take it. <laughs> we're not going to embrace right, that gonna... much of the teenage years. No, we, we don't want to embrace <laughs> the five-finger discount. Never, never do that. Don't steal, kids. Don't steal and stay shiny, Starlight. You can look at my face. Because your face makes me laugh. Oh, wow. Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs>